Hey, everybody. We are in front of the mic with the Beyond the Books podcast brought to you by accountingdepartment.com. I'm your host, Kevin Dry. And today we're joined by a very special guest, Dennis Najar, a co-founder here at ADC, to shed some light on the seed that planted such a strong focus on work-life balance here at ADC. Thank you so much for joining me today, Dennis. How are you doing today? Kevin, my pleasure. I'm doing just great. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. And uh, so I guess we typically start these off with kind of a tell us about yourself. And, uh, you know, we I think everybody here at ADC knows exactly who you are and everything. But, um, you know, go ahead and tell the world um, a little bit about yourself um, and how you kind of found yourself as one of the co-founders with such a great company. Well, I've been an accountant my entire professional career, started off in uh, big eight public accounting, uh, felt the need to work more one-on-one with businesses. And um, after four or five years left that and ended up in my own practice in the very late 80s before I got married, um, that turned into a career path that eventually led me to see the frustrations that was occurring with businesses trying to manage their own books um, with the advent of computers, you know, personal computers, and then, uh, you know, ultimately QuickBooks and some of its competitors. Um, and I just felt that um, there was a great opportunity to uh, take it back and and do what we should be doing as professionals, which is, you know, owning that part of a, of, of, running a business that business owners aren't otherwise comfortable or qualified or dedicated to doing and how it impacts, you know, their survival. Um, So I started uh, in the the late nineties with a company called balance your books that I started and uh, we still have that website up today. We've rebranded it um, under the uh, ADC colors at some point, many years ago. Uh, And eventually that, that path um, led me to meet bill and uh, we hit it off really on the first phone call, both coming at it from a different perspective. You know, I was the operations, the accountant, the process guy. Um, you know, he was the sales the sales guy that just loved talking to people and kind of showing them where the potential could be. And we shared that with each other in, in our initial phone call. Um, that led to a follow-up meeting. And um, well, I wouldn't say it was a shotgun wedding. We definitely got married pretty quick. Um, All right. We were pretty much, yeah, pretty much at the end of that first uh, day-long meeting, we agreed to uh, start a new business called accountingdepartment.com and uh, uh, become partners. And the rest is, as they say, history. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we've we've loved seeing that marriage just blossom over the last 20 years and uh, adding to the ADC family and everything. So so that's been exciting. Glad to be part of it. Um, Now, this episode is about work-life balance. And I know it's something that's very important to you as a co-owner and as a leader. Um, So I guess, how did did, uh, that become a a major priority of yours as as a business owner and just as a person? Well, I think a lot of it goes back to my upbringing. Um, I was born and raised like most people in a middle-class American family, a mom and a dad, mom during my era, mom stayed home and raised the kids. Dad went off to work. Um, that's exactly what my my father did. He, he was uh, an accountant. Um, he, uh, he became a controller for a company in the early 70s while I was probably 10 or 12 or something uh, and, and dedicated a lot of his efforts towards helping that company. It was a small manufacturing company. Um, when I got a little older, I uh, went um, 
uh, went to college and after graduating, went and worked for one of the big eight firms. And that was sort of one of those inflection points for me right there, because in the early 80s, frankly, the proportion was probably about 70% men, 30% women um, in the kind of ranks of young accountants and accountants in the firm. Um, but what I also noticed was that as women tried to move up the ranks, they were sort of forced to make a decision, career or family. And now I was a kind of a junior guy. So I just observed how as you further up you got, there were fewer and fewer women who were in these manager and partner roles. Um, and I did encounter a few situations that I guess planted something in my head about how unfair that sounded because these women were just as talented as the men, except of the stereotypes of, you know, being a, a mom or, or being a professional. Put that away in the back of my head and, I, you know, kind of forgot about it. Um, you, you know, number of years roll by. Um, my dad's still working at this company. I started my practice. And um, just before I got married in uh, 1989, uh, we got news that he got he had uh, developed cancer. Um, and so as I fact checking this morning with my wife, she reminded me that um, we got married and the week we were on our honeymoon, he had his first cancer surgery, which was to remove one of his kidneys. Um, and so it wasn't something they could save. Um, and that was a setback. Um, it was you know, obviously not being there is one thing, but but more importantly, the company that he was working for didn't totally stand behind him after 15, almost 20 years at that point. Um, he had a, you know, a, a re, somewhat of a recovery after that, two years later, he, uh, got a, another bout of cancer and they, they had to remove part of one of his other, his remaining other kidney, um, which effectively sidelined him. Um, and rather than sort of allowing him to, you know, sort of exit gracefully, um, at the age of 62, a year older, I'm a year older than he was at this time. So this is near and dear to my heart. Um, they basically showed him the door. And I was pretty shocked at how somebody who could dedicate such a long part of their life, their professional career for a company was treated as a disposable. And uh, so it just, it burned another sort of memory in me. Now I wasn't doing anything with these things. My practice was small. It was me and one or two people. And, you know, I was, I was content with that. Um, at, at 65, he celebrated, we celebrated his 65th birthday. So just about two years after he, I call it retired. And then two weeks later, he passed away. Mm. And so not much of a runway for retirement, if you will. Um, yeah. And I you know, felt like he got shortchanged in, in all yeah. of these things. So family was very important to me. Watching my dad commit so much to this uh, business and helping them prosper from, from the role he had. I mean, he wasn't, you know, he had to do, do his piece. And then seeing how these other professionals were not given the same benefits that, uh, you know, men were being afforded at the time. Obviously, a lot of that has changed for the positive. Uh, really just sat in me. I mean, it wasn't something yeah. that I called out of me one day when, in accountingdepartment.com. I will say it came naturally. It came yeah. naturally because watching a parent who was very professional, who showed loyalty, showed commitment, who showed, you know, all of these characteristics of not only being a great father, but a great, you know, business person in, in yeah. terms of what he was doing. 
um, said to me, yeah, there is another way. You could be ethical about how you work with people. And uh, hence, when we started the business and started hiring people, I only had a, I only knew how to be one way, which was the way I am, which is to yeah. respect people and give them opportunity. I started with nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally a pat on the back. You know, we're a middle class family. There's not much going on. Um, yeah. I didn't have a silver spoon. I, I just started working hard and trying to build a path for myself. Yeah. Uh, and I did that until accounting department came along. You know, thankfully, Bill, uh, and I shouldn't say thankfully, like it was a stroke of luck, uh, but, you know, Bill's of the same cloth. Family yeah. is extremely important to him. I mean, he's always talking about family and get togethers and, you know, what's he doing with the kids? They're no different than I do, but obviously that makes the marriage work even better because when you're in any relationship, when you're both on the same page, it makes where you're headed yeah. even more natural. You're not fighting what the other person's beliefs are that don't maybe line up with yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, we've been extremely blessed. I do say one yeah. thing every day. Everything mm-hmm. that I've accomplished is at the hand of God. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing that I've done other than be the instrument of what he has led to me and through me and, and into the hands of everybody who has an accounting department.com today. Yeah. love. Yeah. Yeah. Great story. I mean, you know, it's, I think it's important to understand the why behind things and uh, you know, seeing a company that is doing it right and uh, and all of that and kind of how that was influenced and everything, you know, kind of leaving, leaving the world better than you found it whenever you're in a position to do so. I think that's, that's really awesome. Um, and as you know, so I'm I'm kind of at that stage as a parent where I have a two year old, I have a second one on the way. So kind of in in those, you know, changing diapers phases and, you know, things like that. Um, one thing that uh, I don't know, work life balance, there are many examples in a lot of our Zoom rooms with internal employees, stuff that only we really see. But I'd love to share mm-hmm. an example of it. Um, Lisa, our uh, HR director, she shared Uh, I believe it was her 10 year anniversary or something like that last year. And she had mentioned never having to miss uh, she had, or no, she had sent out her, um, her youngest off to college. And she had mentioned never having to miss a single, you know, uh, you know, event, Um, you know, if kids sick, she can run, go pick them up, any doctor's appointments, anything like that. She got to be there for everything and still have a career and I know that really spoke to me as a as a young parent um, of, you know, a, a young child that, you know, that's kind of, you know, what the future will look like with um, with ADC is you're not going to have to pick and choose career or family. You can have both. So I always thought that was uh, that, and that was something that happened when I had only been here maybe a few months. So that was really cool to see right off the bat that, that that's a real life example of something that, you know, and and so many examples like that, too. So. I love seeing that. We um, take all these pieces together. And so again, seeing these other professionals very early on in my career, having to make those choices, seeing my dad be away at work, late hours, Saturday, bringing things home, um, missing all those things that you just described. Mm-hmm. When I started my practice, um, I was right in the same town. And I literally, as you know, the, you know, the summer walk challenge started because uh, I would walk from my home, which was about three quarters of a mile to my office during the summer and the the nice weather uh, Mm -hmm. to, you know, get up, get up and about. 
And I didn't miss any of those things. Of course, my wife was a stay-at-home mom. That was a, the family career that we decided on. So she's out to see all those things. She didn't miss anything. And I had the luxury, if you will, to be able to go and, and you know, go to the school, which was, you know, down the street or around the corner or whatever else might be necessary. Uh, yeah. Don't forget the pets because they're equally yeah. our family members. <laughs> Um, and we do uh, we do value them as much as we value our two-legged friends. We value our four-legged friends. Uh, but exactly. that but that uh, all of that was like, this is how you treat people with respect. Yeah. You know, one thing I'll always pride myself on, and I'll, I kind of I guess it'll border on bragging, but I guess it's a good thing to brag about. Is I don't talk at both sides. I don't talk out of both sides of my mouth. Yeah. I put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Bill is of the same cloth. You know, we don't say do one thing and then we go do another thing. Um, we, we, we stand hard and fast on knowing the difference between simple as right or wrong, you know, yeah. treating people with respect. Yeah, definitely. And I guess what, um, what are some things you've noticed from employees, you know, with the company that focuses so heavily on making sure its employees have a healthy work-life balance. Um, I guess, I don't know, from uh, everybody that's working here, um, have you seen any examples on, on your end of uh, what, what, what it means to them? Well, it definitely means peace of mind. You yeah. know, it definitely means that they're, they're not going to feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. saying it. And I always use the example the person that you're reporting to has kids just like you do, and they're going to want to go and do those same activities. We're suggesting that you don't let slip by because once those young years are gone, they're gone. Like yeah. your children never leave you, but those early years are, I mean, I don't want to say they're the funnest, but they are fun. Yeah. And then once, once they grow up and they kind of, you know, get to that uh, teenage years, uh, they get exposure to the outside world it's it's a different kind of relationship they yeah. kind of they get to taste the outside world they're not you know sort of contained and controlled by you um and uh it, you know basically just continuously reinforcing um that it is a right and not a privilege to to be able to do these things everybody is entitled to it yeah yeah. And, um, you know, from from a recruiting standpoint, um, you know, same as employees, candidates, I'll say a couple of things Two the two things that I think people are looking for most because I hear it in almost every single interview are great work life balance and remote remote's been a new thing that's happened over the last few years with the world, but we've been doing it for so long. We're, we're really yep. good at it. So, yep. um, so, I mean, that's, you know, those are the two things people are looking for most, two things that we have. So it's definitely an easy selling point for me. Um, and, you know, ADC is a employer of choice. Um, I think people get excited the further they get into our interview process because they do get a little bit of a look into what our culture is like. It's an award-winning culture. Um, you know, we we do, um, you know, we have won the uh, – uh, Inc. Magazine's top places to work for the last two years, uh, 2022 and 2023, and hope to keep that going. And I think our culture is going to make us, you know, have that annually. Um, you know, it's def definitely a, a pillar that we can stand on. And uh, also, from my perspective, interviews are a two-way street. So 
of course, whenever a job seeker goes on an interview, they're trying to impress that company. But at the same time, that company better be trying to impress them too, because there are a lot of jobs out there and yep. you definitely want to be that preferred place to work. So I think, um, you know, being able to see that the work-life balance is truly practiced, preached, and, you know, we walk the walk, um, it makes it an, a very easy selling point. You know, I truly believe it. And I think that comes through to our candidates too. So, um, so I know that's been something whenever they hear that we have a good work-life balance, they want those examples and everything. So I get a little bit specific with how, you know, how, how we achieve that. And, uh, we, you know, through, whether it be through flexible scheduling and, you know, things of that nature, or just, you know, basically it comes down to, we're all human here, um, at all levels and understand that, you know, there is a, you know, a, uh, you know, a life outside of work that's, that's very important. And we all respect that. Well, I like to say that we work hard, but we play equally as hard. We, we definitely work hard here. I mean, you know, it's yeah. it's a it's a tough business trying to keep everybody happy. You know, the clients. It, it is a service business, so service is about service, um, mm -hmm. and so there's a high standard that gets set. Um, but we shouldn't diminish or drain our personal life over it. So mm -hmm. work hard, but play hard, is really yeah. what it comes down to. Definitely. I'll tell you a quick, uh, uh, a quick, uh, two quick things um, about this whole work at life, work at home thing mm -hmm. you know when we first started um my servers used to be in my office up in new jersey uh before we put them in a outsourced okay. it company <laughs> it was only a couple of years before we outgrew what, what i had hobbled together and um i noticed that we used to be able to see because it was rdp like we have now and people would be signing off and signing on and we could see all that happening um and not that we were monitoring it but we could just see it because the servers were there and what I noticed was a number of employees who would sign on at around 7.30 every morning, and then magically at 8 o'clock, there would be all these sign-off messages popping up, and then around 8.30, there'd be sign-on messages again, and I immediately knew what it was. They were cool. getting off <laughs> to get the kids to the bus or get the kids to the school, uh, you know, drive them or take them to the bus stop, and then it was rinse and repeat at three o'clock, three o'clock. <laughs> and so, right, exactly. And so to know that they felt that they could do that and not mm -hmm. have somebody questioning it was mission accomplished. Yeah, definitely. But the yeah, other thing that. that happened and was not a goal by any stretch of the imagination, I actually believe people do a, do, do a hard work harder when they are treated right. So I didn't treat people right to get them to work harder. I treated yeah. them right because that's what I believe. And, I, and I've and i seen the byproduct of people willing to go the extra mile. And that's that shows respect for each other. Not some ogre owner trying to squeeze everything they can out of an employee, uh, but rather just saying, you know, hey, you do your part, I do my part. And that's the way I raised my kids. I raised my kids to be independent, to be good members of society, to be productive members of society, to be respectful members of society. Um, and I mean, that's all a parent can really ask for is, yeah. is your children to grow up and be in a, in that kind of a, a, a mindset. And uh, I think, I think the employees here have come to appreciate. It's a little awkward at first because most people don't, 
trust it. Yeah. They don't like, trust can it. Can I really go to this baseball game? Yeah, go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Are they going to get in trouble? Is somebody going to say they, they slipped on their duties or whatever it might be? Um, yeah, they just they don't believe it at first. But then they they don't just hear from Bill and I. They actually begin to hear it from everybody else that they work with. And I don't think we ever say to them, you know, play it up with the new people. Yeah, <laughs> I think it just comes out naturally because they they just know that's the way it is. And so for and me, mission accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. And it's different. Like a lot of, a lot of people who start here aren't coming from that same kind of work environment. So it's, it's definitely a breath of fresh air. It's definitely right. how things should be. So yeah, lo love what you and what you and Bill have built here. And uh, yeah. So um, did, did you have anything else that you'd like to add to this episode? I think we learned a uh, lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a, a good number of stories for now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i appreciate it yeah well um well i think that's going to wrap it up for uh for episode seven of the beyond the books podcast brought to you by accountingdepartment.com uh dennis thanks so much it's been a real pleasure having you on here and uh, uh talking about adc strong emphasis on the work-life balance and how it came to be uh everybody i'm kevin dry this is dennis najar and we'll adc you later <laughs>